Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is, When Did Joseph Become a Successful Man? I'll get into that in just a moment, and I'm recording this in the middle of August, and we're doing prep work for our five-month online transformational mind renewal course starting here in September. If you're listening to this in August, check it out. If you have a desire to just go deeper in the messages that I share on these podcasts, it's really exciting. We're taking one month each on the five steps of radical mind renewal and We call it the Transformational Mind Renewal Course because I believe it's impossible to renew our mind with God's truth, with our biblical identity, with His uh, prophetic rhema word promises to us and not be changed, not be transformed. Wow, it's going to be exciting. Hey, if it's not something that you're able to do right now, but you know somebody else. Uh, let them know about that. Ignitinghope.com. You can find information about that. Igniting Hope Facebook as well. So today, let's talk about when did Joseph become a successful man? Listen to these verses in Genesis 39, verses 2 and 3. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. It's amazing when we read about people in the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, an inferior covenant to what we have right now. It's amazing to see what some of them actually possessed in their life. And it's an invitation for us to know that it's easier for us in the new covenant to experience what Joseph did. So thank you, Father, for people who are listening, that this experience that's described in Genesis 39 will become reality for so many And I believe it's you who are listening right now. Now, Romans 12, 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And and the world constantly wants to conform our definition of success to factors like our looks, our possessions, our accomplishments, and our titles. Let me say that again. The world constantly wants to conform our definition of success to factors like our looks, our possessions, our accomplishments, our titles. We think about success, let me just say this. Success is not a goal to be attained, it is a state of being. If we need something outward to validate us as a success, then we are not a success. Let me say that again. If we need something outward to validate us as a success, then we are not a success. One of God's main methods of developing people to their potential is to influence them to become successful on the inside of themselves 
when they do not appear successful on the outside. This is really the, the soul prosperity that's talked about in 3 John 2, of which Joseph is a prime example of someone who prospered in their soul. It says in Genesis 39, the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. You know, Joseph certainly wasn't out, outwardly successful when this was said about him. He was a purchased property of Potiphar, and he had no possessions or status. His family had abandoned him for dead, and there were no external signs that his dreams would ever come to a reality. Despite all of these things, he had the Lord with him, and that was the key to his success. It is the same for us. Joseph was successful on the inside when he did not look successful on the outside. Say these words with me five times. Because the Lord is with me, I am a successful person. Let's say it. Because the Lord is with me, I am a successful person. Because the Lord is with me, I am a successful person. Because the Lord is with me, I am a successful person. Because the Lord is with me, I am a successful person. Because the Lord is with me, I am a successful person. Wow, that felt good. You know, when we put faith in what Jesus has done and in his presence and not in our own efforts, we will have the right foundation for personal victory and catalytic influence. As we have these right priorities and right beliefs, we will have a manifest presence and favor that even the non-believer will see and want to partner with. Listen to what it says in Genesis 39, verse 3. We read it, but I want to read it again. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. Now, I'm going to try to get you to say a declaration. It's a little bit long. I'll say it a few times so you can get the hang of it. It's this. Others increasingly see what the Lord is making all I do to prosper. Others increasingly see that the Lord is making all I do to prosper. Others increasingly see that the Lord is making all I do to prosper. Wow. So when did Joseph become a successful man? It was way before his success became evident to others. When do you become a successful person? It's when you believe God is with you in the season you are in now, no matter how much outward success you have or seem to lack. Wow. Hey, in conclusion, let me read Psalm 1, verses 1 to 3. Blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Wow. You know, blessed it starts off with blessed, and it says some negative things, and then it goes right into, it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree 
And I want to say that you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever you do shall prosper. You know, those who delight themselves in the Lord and in his words will bear much fruit and prosper in whatever they do. They will become the Josephs to this generation and will cause even the ungodly to see God's presence on them. There is no limit to what we can do as we believe God is with us and we believe what he has said. My, oh my, I love that. Thinking about Joseph, what a, what a great example he is to us today. Hey, Steve Backlund here. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If you are blessed by these, tell somebody else about it. And hey, if you ever want to sow into Igniting Hope, uh, you can go to ignitinghope.com and, and donate there. We love you. We pray for you. We're thankful for you. And I want to remind you, we're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is, that our hope level determines our influence level. And he who has the most hope has the most influence. And one of my favorite definitions of hope is this, that hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. And I want to remind you also, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I believe this, that our spiritual load-bearing capacity is in direct proportion to the level of joy in our lives. It's our strength. And I don't need strength at the end of the battle. I need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, Today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy, overflowing joy, joy unspeakable and full of glory, joy. You know, we either are battling personal disappointments, weaknesses that we're seeking to overcome. There's, there's issues in our families, financial things. There's negative news in the media, whatever it is. We all have situations right now that would cause us to say, joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. And I, I remember I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, you know, basically I asked him, I said, hey, God, I'll, be, I'll become joyful when all my problems are over. Is that okay with you? He said, no, that's not okay with me. Because again, you need strength now. And the secret to strength and longevity is to value the joy of the Lord. And I just say, see right now, that the Lord is actually just igniting a joy in you. It, it, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, Philippians 4, 4. So we rejoice right now. We stir it up. We stir it up with thanksgiving. We stir it up with, with, with just creating a culture of gladness around us. We stir it up by valuing laughter. Yes, it's happening. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I look forward to being with you again on another podcast from McNatty Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.